Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. So yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, And I started the day I was finishing my route and listening to a um, speech that was being played on my community radio station, KKFI. Uh, check it out, kkfi.org. Um, and they were uh, playing a speech, and I'm trying to remember which one, because there's, you know, one of the things with, and I love this about KKFI, is that they don't play the same, you know, I'm so glad that Martin Luther King... <clears throat> Junior is a holiday and that we take the time to think about the principles and, and whatnot that he lived by or that he fought for for the country. Um, and I say that because it's not really about what he lived by, what principles he lived by, because I think it's important that we understand that he was a man and that he was a, a man with weaknesses and, and foibles, uh, that uh, a lot, not a lot, that every single one of us has to deal with. Uh, And and one of the speeches I heard him talking about yesterday uh, was that inner civil war that we all have, where we have to fight our demons. And, And that he was calling us, you know, as a country... how to look at things understanding that personally you're going to have all of these um, struggles you're going to have these fights with your own inner demons you're going to be fighting with your own adultery your own alcohol addictions whatever the thing is you're dealing with but we also got to look at what we're doing as a country and and so that was the the balance that that he had to fight personally and that we all have to fight I think but um so here was the gist of of a thing that the of a speech that I was talking with him about and in a conversation that I had with my son because I think this is one of the critical principles. And that principle, if you, I, I'm not sure if that's the right word for it, but that principle is that the people run it. We run things. That, that it's all made up. You know, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm trying to condense this, and maybe that's why I need to just push the red button and just think this all out. 
on a daily basis and, and quit trying to compute it all and, and surmise the whole situation because it can't be done. You gotta take bite-sized pieces of this thing and and digest it and digest it and digest it. Because it's all connected. I mean, we, the people, run things. And so it becomes necessary for us. And that echoes, that phrase that just came out of my mouth echoes from the Declaration of Independence. It becomes necessary for the people to say, this is how we need to operate and we're changing the game. And this is something that has happened and continues to happen. I was thinking earlier about some of the stuff that's going on, uh, several different things that I've been hearing about. Historically, current events. uh, There's always this thing, you know, in the Bible they talk about... um, the law is written on your hearts. You know what I mean? There's always this effort to justify the dirt that's done, even when they have complete and total power. There's always the use of courts or process and procedure because we know in our hearts that we're doing wrong. And I I guess what I'm talking about there is things like the the, the most immediate example that's popping into my head is this this uh Russian or I think she's Belarusian uh lady that's I, I don't know for lack of a better word she she was involved in sex money we'll just say prostitution or escort some kind of deal running around with these billionaires and whatnot Russia Thailand international and whatnot and she got some information on the Putin circle of people and they snatched her up put her in court or arrest her bring her out to to this court trial where you know you're where she's begging for forgiveness <clears throat> from the guy who's not the court, but the guy that she was accusing, who's a friend of Putin's and all of this stuff. And you, you look at all this and you go, okay, clearly, you know, when you see someone under duress and all this kind of stuff, but they maintain this process. You know, there's this appearance of due process. And it just, it strikes me that this is always the case, that we know what's wrong, but we fight it. And that's personally and as a people, even the Nazis tried to come up with reasons and rationales and and 
ways to justify and and there's an order to the thing so that it doesn't become and I don't know if that's just a way that you mask the evil that you do now I'm kind of rambling so I'm going to try and bring myself back on the topic which was Martin Luther King specifically and the principles that uh, when I was listening to this speech uh, what I was uh, now I remember what I was talking about the particular speech was one that I don't remember having heard before again why I say check out kkfi.org because you get more there's more to Martin Luther King than I have a dream and been to the mountaintop those are awesome statements of a principle but but the 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 ideas that we're talking about are so huge that there ain't no speech that encapsulates it all you got to come back to the well you know what I mean that's what I was saying you got to digest this stuff so you got to put it in your diet so if you listen to some speeches, if you thought about some some diversity slash equality slash righteousness yesterday, good on you. Now today, take another bite and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And um, I'm going to talk about that speech right now. So I'm on something of a segment clock because I have to be. But anyway, um, the speech was one in which Martin Luther King Jr. was talking about the economic power of America and, and its presence, use of its power on the world stage. And he was talking about a young, what, what America needed to do in order to take out apartheid in South Africa. And he referenced Nelson Mandela as a great leader trying to, to do that and he talked about if America would withdraw its economic support then apartheid would collapse almost immediately and we could get on with the process of uh, again for lack of a better word healing right now I go in and I'm talking to my son about this and I'm thinking he told us then Martin Luther King was killed when I was like one year and some months old so he told what had to happen when I was 20 it took 20 years he had to die Nelson Mandela had to spend 20 30 years ultimately in prison before America would do what exactly what he prescribed in the speech that I was listening to, which was, uh, and what I explained to my son was when I first came to college way back in 1986, so 20 years later almost, from Martin Luther King, because that's when he got killed was when he got into these issues. Um, uh, when When he got into those issues, he got killed, but here was the thing that he was talking about. And I got to break. Um, but the thing is, he said in the speech that, you know, or rather, when I got to college in 1986, here 
comes Martin Luther, or not Martin Luther King, but I start seeing tent cities in around my campus at UMKC. And it was something that was going on all over the country. The kids were saying, hey, university, divest your money from, I remember them talking about Coca-Cola and other companies that are doing business with South Africa because we're going to stop. This is not right and we need it to stop now. It wasn't the people, or I'm sorry, it wasn't the board of executives of any of these companies. It wasn't the the presidents and senators. It wasn't the politicians. It wasn't the the business leaders. It was the people saying, we want this to change and we want to change now. And that's when this stuff changes. And it's got to be the people with economic power, right? Because the people of South Africa were already doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? They were already pushing for their freedom. I mean, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King was talking about Nelson Mandela before he died, which means before 1968, which is like, like I said, I was a young 20-year-old, 19, 20-year-old kid at college, and here's these people talking about this man that's been in jail my whole life. And they were talking about Stephen Biko. I mean, and we had to read books and we started to, to experience that life. And it was when the people in this country, because it's the economic And it makes me think about a greater, not a greater issue, but how to solve, <laughs> which is why I got to quit trying to think it all out and just have this conversation with you on a daily or more regular basis because I keep trying to think, it, how do I explain what I'm thinking is the solution without sounding like an incomplete, you know, man so many ways that you can be mistaken. Uh, so I have to rely on the fact that I'll just be putting it out there and, again, that the intent be taken. Because I believe that there's we're at a point where there's some hard messages that everybody needs to hear because we're approaching this thing from... I guess not dealing with the root cause is allowing for the symptomatic you know we're fighting each other man I'm seeing it in my head and I'm trying to figure out how to explain what I'm trying to trying to think about but it's like I don't know I guess you'd have to say the the well trying to 
fight the different symptoms and so how medicines end up fighting each other because they're you know one doesn't work so well with the other problem and then the other problem gets exacerbated by this medicine so you need a new medicine for that problem and that's where we are in in relation to our social ills as well because you try to solve one problem and i think the ultimate um underlying cause is selfishness and i'll explore that later hey thanks again for checking me out And hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.